This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Will, we do this every now and then. Yes. When we can't be bothered working on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that we just come into the studio and just put half an hour aside. Yep. And see where it goes. Just it's knuckle a, down. For first time listeners, if you're tuning into this one, don't worry, it's not how the normal show operates. Well, it's, it's starting to be how the normal show operates. <laughs> we do more of these than our actual show. And is this true. one replacing last Sunday that we didn't do or this Sunday that we're not going to do? <laughs> I, th- I think it's replacing last Sunday <laughs> okay, that we good. didn't do. And then we'll do another one next week yeah. that's replacing this. <laughs> I'm confused. But it is a special edition of the show. Yep. Because we thought we'd get in a special guest for the duration. Yes. Uh, we've been in a bit of a rush. We've found a studio. We've sat down. We've got about half an hour put aside. And we're yep. joined by Tom Brown from Channel 7 and The Hot Breakfast, uh, footy reporter extraordinaire, someone who we've yep. probably talked about on the show about. Yes. Um, but I didn't know we talked about him. <laughs> we, we, we've referenced <laughs> you in the past. Probably, before we met you. I think Tom's trade wit came up at one stage. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, that put me on the map. <laughs> So, uh, could you let us know about hashtag Tom's Trade Week? Yeah, the background to that was I said to my girlfriend, Tara, mm. Mm. I said, I need some way of owning all this trade content and, I, yeah. you know, following it through. How do I get more followers on Instagram and Twitter? Yeah. And she follows, like, Taylor Swift and all the sort of celebrities. She said, they all use these hashtags, these catchy hashtags. Mm. So, yeah. I thought I'd just use, you know, in the spirit of Taylor Swift and all the rest of it, I thought I'd use uh, <laughs> hashtag Tom Trade Week. Yeah. And it went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> I've got more crap over that, <laughs> almost as much as my Bitcoin <laughs> updates. But what people don't realise... Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag flog was true. Yeah. 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 Well, not, not on this program. No, not, no, on, this not program. on this program. But people on Twitter are learning yeah. to appreciate I've got as much yeah. interest in aviation, uh, the stock yeah. market, mm. legal issues, yeah. the relationship with North and South Korea, yeah. Donald Trump. All these issues I'm, I'm on to. So yeah. Tom Tradewick's just one of many that I uh, you get it bent on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Now, are you willing yeah. to be Will and MJ's chief... Football reporter? Absolutely. Let's go for it. Great. Well, we're, we're, we needed one because yeah. well, Ru- Rudy hasn't been uh, delivering. No, he's been shocking. <laughs> and he, he ums and ahs too much. Yeah. <laughs> actually, he listens to this, so I better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does. We sat down just before and Tom said, now, what is this? Is it a, a structured week in review? Is it what are we going to talk about? And I said, we sort of sort of start. Yeah, we'll get there. And then see where it goes. I think the big topic of the week has been Nat and Nui. Yes. And I know, Tom, that you and I you and I disagree on his suspension. Will, what's your opinion? Now, MJ, because MJ told me, he yeah. said, we'll get we'll get Tom on board and I want to bring up Nat Nui because, <laughs> well, it's taken because two and for a half some minutes. reason, Tom thinks that it was the right decision. Now, I'm sort of, I'm in the middle of you two. I can see why they did it, but I think it's soft. But, you know, this is where footy's going. Give us your, your spiel about what you think of the Nat Nui decision. Well, I want to start off. I'm being a bit sort of politically correct here by acknowledging the fact that a lot of players and past players in particular that I listen to think it's the correct decision. So I respect that and I respect the view of the football public. But Mm. in this instance, I reckon a lot of the criticism surrounding these match review officer decisions, that's Michael Christian and Steve Hocking who's the AFL's footy boss. Yes. A lot of the criticism is when people don't actually read the rules. What I think's happened here is there's been a whole bunch of rules snuck through or written or call it whatever you want in about 2015 or 2016 mm. that no one's actually read. And one of them, a lot of people go, oh, this is for the sling tackle, this, uh, this rule. Yeah. It's actually not. There's actually a subsection a provision which talks about driving someone into the ground. So my point all week has been if you actually read the rules, Michael Christian and Steve Hocking are doing their job. Mm. If you've got a problem with the rules, and a lot of people do, and I listen to, mm. obviously, uh, all the big names this week talking about the problems with the rule, including mm. Matthew Richardson, for example, and a lot of influential figures in the game, well, let's get together. Like uh, Eddie had that subcommittee yesterday with yep. the 12 
people that decide all the big issues. The power Let's have man. an adult discussion about the rules. But in terms yeah. of the application, I think the application of the rule this week has been correct. And the other point which no one wants to acknowledge, everyone goes, oh, it's sizes because, you know, Nick Nat's a big, big guy. I love Nick Nat anyway. I reckon he, he sums up everything that's great about our game. He's an absolute beauty. One of my favorite players. But I'll tell you one thing. If a 110-kilo guy mm. keeps driving a 79-kilo guy into the ground, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 times, you'll eventually get a neck injury. And I think that's the view of the AFL. Yeah. Tom used to be a lawyer as well, Will. That's why and that he's comes, And that's why I can't really so argue with yeah. yeah, And then I come on and say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but, but it's a shit rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's soft. It's soft. <laughs> it is soft. I think, I, yeah. think, and I think the suspension thing that gets me, I'm okay if he gets a fine and the players know that you can't tackle yeah. like that. He, you know, he was a delayed onset concussion from it. Yeah, there was delayed a, onset so concussion. So there was an injury from it, which I understand. But I think to, to actually suspend someone doing something that everyone sees in the, as an acceptable part of the game yep. is something where the game isn't going to be great are, are going forward. Are fines a deterrent, though? Do you reckon a, a $2,000 fine will stop Nick McNeely from doing it? I've time? actually thought that often when players get a $1,000 fine. Mm. Is that like... They like, pay it. Usually. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. I thought it was a club thing. No, usually the player plays the player pays it if they've done the wrong thing. Right. But you know what? Maybe one solution here is for the AFL to call up Nick Natanui, yeah. who's a very, very smart mm. and reasonable guy, and say, look, we've been keeping an eye on these. We think it's got the potential to injure. We mm. might have to sanction you either by fine or suspension in the future. Can you just rein it in a bit? Yeah. And maybe that's the best approach. Yeah. Maybe that happened. Yeah. Let's have a listen. I've got your grabs from during the week on the hot <laughs> breakfast here, Tom, which make, makes it sound like we're pre-prepared. But yeah. here's what Nick Rewald had to say. Oh, I'm confused. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> dangerous tackle, I thought, was brought in for the, for the sling tackle, for the spear tackles, but this was, this was a good football tackle. And here's what Bob Murphy had to say. Well, I think it's in spasm now for players. Yep. About what they... In those split sec Because it's like, yeah, OK, what would I do in that situation? But the, <laughs> these situations, it's not, OK, I'm going to do this. It's... I've already done it. That's a mm. good point that actually Lee Montagna made on the hot breakfast. These players have to make so many split-second mm. decisions mm. during the game. They have all these instructions. It was confusing just listening to his instructions during the segment. Mm. No wonder the players are confused. I can appreciate uh, Bob's sentiments there. When you've got so many zones going on and you're meant to be, you know, tagging this player until, you know, play separates over here, then you've got to run over here. And then, like, all of a sudden, you choose to bump accidentally and collect someone in the head and you're, you're a filthy dog. It is very hard for a modern player to... Uh, there's a lot going on. There is. Mm. And I don't think we'll get to a resolution now. Uh, your point on fines. So if Dustin Martin does the same thing as a rookie and gets fined the same amount, like for a rookie, if he yeah. gets fined two grand and he's on 60 a year, that's a big amount of money. Whereas if Dusty gets fined that same amount, he's on a million a year, two grand's nothing. It should be like percentage of, percentage of the match payment or something. Yeah, mm. so you lose like you know half your match payment. I've thought the same of speeding fines. I'm like... If I get done 120 bucks, that kills me. <laughs> whereas whereas it's so Eddie, true. Eddie, Eddie the McGuire. home economics are out for the week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, that's right. So for, for some bloke who works at ComBank, yeah. he, he can go speeding all the time. Yeah, because it's just the, the points thing. But he can just park illegally all he wants and just whatever. Oh, yeah, because parking fines wouldn't worry you. Why, why would it? Like sometimes in the city, if you, do you, ever, you drive around Melbourne a fair bit, Tom. Mm. When you go and park in the city, around that top end of Collins Street, you can yeah. go for lunch for two hours and get a $70 legit ticket. Yeah. So, like, that's how much it costs to park in one of those parking spots. You're better off being illegal. You're the better parking, off, yeah. The parking fines have to be a sufficient disincentive over and above the ridiculous parking rates in the city. That's, yeah, that's exactly yes. it. Mm. But that's that's the problem with trams because I'm a I'm a proud fair evader. 
because <laughs> I believe that eventually, I think they are not going to catch me enough to justify, to justify pain. pain. <laughs> no, but the problem there we is... We shouldn't condone that. No, You've got to be careful of those overzealous yeah. PSOs, though, because you'll get set upon and it could become <laughs> a news story. <laughs> they do. Just make sure someone's filming and you'll get a fair pay. After arrogantly announcing yeah. on his podcast oh. that he wouldn't pay... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a news.com.au yeah. story. Yeah. Will hasn't touched on since 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't touch on if you don't have a Mikey. Yeah, well, you've got to catch public transport first, I suppose, to touch on. That's, so. that's true, yeah. I've reined yeah. in the parking fines. I used to get heaps of them when I was at uni and couldn't afford them. And I can't really still afford them these days, but I'm a yeah. lot more careful. I've got to Well, really I reckon nice you partner. can afford them. Now, you touched on it very early on, Tom, that you've been a big investor in Bitcoin. Mm. Can you let everyone know how that's going for you? Because I haven't really... Uh, Tom's the only person I've met who's actually done it. In it. Yeah. Hashtag Tom's Bitcoin. I've heard a lot of people no, talk about it. <laughs> to cut a long story short, I went to a wedding last year, my brother's wedding over yeah. in France, which Ooh. was all very impressive. Ooh, and I ran into a France. couple of guys over there. Yeah. They were trading it. It made a lot of money. They were guys were they based French? in Monaco. Because they were French, maybe. I'm not too sure, <laughs> yeah. but they were very rich. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tom I, is also a very good impressionist. Yes. So that might come up we'll later. Come but back but continue later. about your French Bitcoins. Mm. Anyway, a guy called Ryan Walkinshaw, who actually owns the Holden Special Vehicles business, yeah. and he's a really good business guy, he had sort of put me onto a few Bitcoin products. Mm. Mm. And uh, I invested into Bitcoin because the background story is that Tara, my girlfriend, I've brought it now for the third time, <laughs> crashed my small hatchback in St Kilda. <laughs> and I got a reasonably generous insurance payout. Yeah. So I thought I'd be very prudent and invest the insurance payout into various forms of Bitcoin. Oh, really? So out so, hash, hatchback in Bitcoin. Correct. So I didn't have a car for a while. I was driving a Corolla around, which was fine. And yeah. a few sort of people in the yeah. footy world said, it's a very small car for you, Tom. But I enjoyed mm. it. It was a good product. The Toyota Corolla. Invested it Meanwhile, the, you're, you're just in your Corolla checking the, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin graphs yeah. and, and it laughing. Went, Ripple yeah. went from like the 40 crypto. cents to 90 cents to like a dollar. Oh, so, you're in, so you're on Ripple, not Bitcoin. Ripple and Bitcoin. And Ripple's like an, uh, another one. Uh. I was in Bitcoin as well. I had a whole host of them. Mm. And uh, it got to the point where we went for a holiday to New York at Christmas time. And usually, you know, you book the economy holiday and you stay in like sort of like the small hotel there off uh, Central Park, the sh shoebox sort of style room. Yeah. And mm. what happened is that as the Ripple price sort of increased, the sort of the Jay Z style sort of holiday sort of it got going like big time. So we were like, like that's Jay Z as in Beyonce. As Jay -Z, in Beyonce, not, Jay Z, not we Harold's were, son. Not Clark. I was I was proposing to the airport staff at the airport. Can we can we get the upgrade? Can we get the bigger room? Yeah. Can we? Uh, we went going to restaurants frequented like by Taylor Swift and George Clooney. Like I gave wow. it a red hot crack. Based on these implied profits from the Bitcoin and but, the Ripple going but, up. But none of those pro profits had ever moved into your actual I'd bank account. I'd never actually materialised oh, them. So I'm thinking sold. I'm oh, no. feeling a bit rich here in New York. Oh. <laughs> but I hadn't actually, I sold a little bit of it. Yeah. But when I got back, I had some fairly hefty credit card bills, most yeah. of which I paid off in fairness. Yeah. Yeah. But since then, Ripple has taken a tremendous tumble. Yep. And uh, my hopes of using the Ripple profits to buy a bigger car than the Corolla of, uh, haven't materialized too yeah. much. <laughs> and I'm sitting on some fairly significant paper losses now so and one credit card bill outstanding from the trip. Yeah. You never <laughs> planned on selling at any point? <laughs> no, I didn't. You I just greedy. thought it would keep going. I got yeah. greedy. It's a great, yeah. a greater lesson. But, it, but it's pretty much just buying stocks, isn't it? Well, it's a bit different because there's no dividend stream. So I guess you're assuming a bit like a pyramid scheme that someone's going to come in and pay more than you paid for something that's basically worthless, assuming there's hype around. So I'm hoping the yeah. hype, particularly in the South Korean market, with that they, they're big fans of Bitcoin over there, yeah. hopefully this piece that Donald Trump's negotiated will bring back the South Koreans and the Chinese, hopefully <laughs> buying it. There'll be some regulatory change, and yeah. the, the hype will get going FOMO, fear yeah. of missing out. That'll get going again. Yeah.
Yeah. Fear of missing out on yeah. Bitcoin. What was that first thing you said? No, d- underlying dividends. Underlying friends. dividends. So, that's so right. you yeah. buy BHP mm. shares, they might pay you like 30 cents uh, every yeah. six months, mm. which you can go and pay your rent or do whatever you want with the money. But these um, oh, yeah, cryptocurrencies don't yeah. pay you an income stream. So you can value that income stream at a discount cash flow rate and it's got some type of value. Have you, right. got, have you got any underlying well, dividends? My, my dad, I think I had $5, $500 invested in Telstra as a child. Yeah. Oh, did you? What's it worth now? What's that now? I sold, uh, I reckon, four years ago. What, was, for it, schoolies it, or something? It just took, it, dad told me, like, mate, Telstra's taken off here. You've got to get out. <laughs> and I got out. I don't know. I didn't, oh, really? Was I, that a good I wasn't decision really or a bad involved decision? in the investment at all. There's I really a, should invest in something. Yeah. There was also, How oh, much what? coin was it? I have no idea. It, oh, it, really? it was more than he'd paid initially. Okay. I don't there's always those conservative kids at school that get some of the Telstra and BHP bought for them early, and you yeah. always get jealous yeah. of those kids when, like, when they're 25, they're worth like four million bucks, and like, so you know, all this sort of. A mate of mine's that. got an apartment, and yeah. I think his grandpa sort of like, and yeah. he, but he won't admit it. Like when CSL was a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> What's CSL? Over hundred. It's a Commonwealth Serum Laboratories. They make the blood plasma products. Jesus Will. Christ! Mm. This is way out of and our realm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we once interviewed the guy that took a cheese platter to the footy. <laughs> we had a lot of questions about that. <laughs> Turns that's, out people don't like you having smoked fish when you're at the game. That's when our podcast peaked. I think when we tracked down uh, cheese, cheese platter. Man. Man. Well, all the Melbourne yeah. supporters actually, and this is a running joke in footy mm. that the Melbourne supporters like going to Mount Buller in their Range Rovers. It's actually true. They disappear between mid June yep. and mid July or late yeah. July. You'll find them on the Little Buller Spur. Yep. That's right. I and think we'll expect some small crowds. I, I think this year, I've just keep waking up with this weird dream that Collingwood's going to play Melbourne in a final. Mm. What's your favourite exclusive that you've ever revealed? Oh, good question. In any in any media space? Oh, probably the Dustin Martin story. I spent a lot of time all day like driving around chopsticks. looking for meetings. No, not Chopsticks Gate. Yeah. When he actually signed up, what happened was oh, I was right. uh, mm. just like chasing that story for months. I'd like wait at Ralph Carr. That's his manager's office in Richmond. Mm. Mm. I'd wait at all these ca- coffee shops where I knew they were negotiating and I was desperate to, you know, break the story about Dustin Martin. Yep. And uh, I was down at uh, Punt Road doing a 440 cross one day and there's a guy called Luke Schneider who's our producer. He's a bit like the, the MJ of the uh, Seven Newsroom there. He's sort of very, studious, very smart, very well organised. I said to him at 4.40, I'm leaving this cross. I'm actually going to go and drive and look for this meeting, which I just think is happening this afternoon. He's gone, mate, you've got to cross at 6.10. I don't care where you go between 4.30 and 6.10, but you've got to be back live on the news from Punt Road at 6.10. There's a lot of traffic. You know, yeah. If I were you, I'd just be staying put. And uh, Luke, to his credit, sort of half encouraged me, and I went to Ralph Carr's house. I got the details. Where's sub- that? Contact. Suburb? It's in Hawthorne, in one okay. of the most prestigious streets in Hawthorne. Right, it's a yeah. large But that's, that time of afternoon, getting from a Park Road to Hawthorne. Yeah. And, oh. and you're in the Corolla? In the Corolla. Uh, <laughs> I was in the hatchback <laughs> at that stage. Oh, no, the hatchback, the hatchback pre, wasn't... Pre-Bitcoin, yeah. Pre-Bitcoin. Correct. <laughs> and I got there. I got there, and there's a lot of focus on this dusty deal and when it's going to be done and all the rest of it. And I wanted yeah. the shots, and I didn't have a... I'd left the cameraman there, yeah. and I got to Ralph Carr's house, and guess who's out the front? I've been looking for this dusty deal for weeks. I think Eddie had stitched up the exclusive on the footy show, so they've yeah. been doing this secret interview. And with this Dusty is that same day? Same day. Oh. And I thought I can beat the footy show. I was trying to get, you know, impress yeah. Eddie in those days, as I still do today. And yeah. uh, mm. and I thought, oh, geez, this is a bit of a this is a bit of a one in one thousand sort of one. And yeah. I got to the house. Mm. No cameraman with no you. No cameraman. Oh. And I'm a bit of a flat battery mobile person. As you you know, are, actually. Like, always yeah. borrow your phone. You cord. hover at my desk for a oh. phone charger. I might buy you one for Christmas. I'm not much good <laughs> with the old phone charger. I've ordered a new phone. Anyway, so yeah. I get to the house, and guess who's out the front? 
Dustin Martin's car. And I thought, this is unreal. So I might number plate? Do you, do you I know the number plate, but yeah. I won't say it on air. <laughs> It'd be Trust Dusty. Me. And I know his alternative cars as well at this point. So yeah. I know how, because Dusty sort yeah. of just borrows teammates' cars all the time. Like, I think he's like one of those sort of like, can I borrow your car sort of guys? Just so yeah. Tom Correct. Brown doesn't follow me. Correct. Yeah. That's how they roll there with the Jeeps <laughs> at Richmond. Oh, the black Jeeps. Oh, so I get out the mobile. It's a Jeep fest down yeah, at it's like, it's like the Italian job when they leave and all the yeah. Jeeps go different directions. <laughs> exactly like that. Jack Rewalt ja- <laughs> literally jumped the fence one day at, uh, at Punt Road. I'll get oh, to that story another that, time. Yeah. You know when he went over the back and got the train? Mm. We were waiting no. for him for a grab that afternoon for Talking Footy, I think yeah. it was. Was he injured or something? He, no, he was, there was some type was of controversy. Contracts? But he went over the cyclone fence well, onto I'll, Punt Road. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what the controversy was. It was when uh, he put a ban on Triple M. Oh, I was at that one. Yeah, oh. I'm Do you pretty remember sure that? it was. Yeah, but I don't like chasing anyone. I'm conscious yeah. about player safety, particularly in light. You know, you don't want to be chasing someone no. and get injured. Like I was mm. worried about Jack running across Punt Road and going over barbed wire fences. But back onto Dusty. Mm. So I got the vision on my, I saw, my on phone your phone. Twenty five percent that that's charged. Yeah, so I thought, this is not bad. You, the footage of myself. Dusty. The footage of Dusty on the phone leaving this meeting to seal up the deal. Yeah, and then lo and behold, about five minutes later. All the Richmond officials arrive at the same time to sign the deal. So I thought, geez, I've got myself an exclusive here. Yeah. Nine wasn't in sight. Uh, are you just, are you just slumped down in your in the driver's seat of your car just with a phone, like, hand no, shaking? No, when Barmy <laughs> arrived, he sort of just rolled his for eyes. for a different reason. Neil Barm said, have you been following me? And I said, no, no, I just used my sort of hunch, you know, yeah. my sort of put two and two together. Intuition. Together, got five. Yeah. Intuition. Yeah. And that was probably my best exclusive. Then the link van rocked up at about 10 minutes to six. Yeah. Mm. Some link operators are fast. Some are slow. These are the guys that send out the television signal. Yeah. With this the guy big, was the fast. Big pole Correct. On the back, yeah. And there's nothing discreet about the big pole in a quiet, no, rich no. Hawthorne street. <laughs> yeah. Even the next door neighbors are looking thinking, do you need uh, VCAT approval? Yeah. For that yeah. Place yeah. Like that? <laughs> Has there been an armed robbery? Or? Correct. There's yeah. nothing discreet about that. Yeah. And I got the live cross up for six o'clock, which was good. So that's probably my biggest exclusive. Oh, and did they use your um, phone footage? I sent the phone footage to IT at work. Yeah. They managed to ingest it, which is what we use in television. Ooh. And we used the phone footage. So it was a combination did you of have any, camera work and reporting. Did you have any upsots? No upsots. But I did chase for the subsequent <laughs> 640. <laughs> upsots is like a sound up. <laughs> yeah. But for the 640 sport cross, I did manage to use uh, yeah. a... I chased Brendan Gale down the street and use those grabs because eventually the cameraman rocked up. I relocated yep. them from Punt Road to the Magnificent Street in Hawthorne. Oh, wow. Mm. What a preview. That, that is The only reason I upsets is doing the Howie games which some people might listen to with Mark Howard. Mm. He sends through a script and he kept using his word upsot. upsot. Yeah. And I just had no idea what it meant. And so I was recording something and kept saying it thinking it was like a word for the script. Yeah. He's like, no, that's what it's called, like the grab. So that's why I know upsots. Right. So it's an industry term. I'll cut that we, out. We might just cut out. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back in a week, Will, yeah. I guess. A Hopefully. Week. Yeah, yeah, for a special, another podcast edition of the show. We'll be back, yeah. Absolutely. This Thank been... you very much, Tom. Thanks, yeah. guys. This I the, enjoyed This it. is the first time we've had a special guest um, for the duration of the podcast. Are you off to get an exclusive today? No, Friday for me involves Friday night footy. Yep. And uh, obviously radio in the morning. So I might go and try and get myself in shape now and go for a five or six K run. I got some running advice yesterday off Juddy. So I'm going to go and try and apply it. He goes at 17 and a half kilometers an hour. Yeah. I usually got about 11, so I'll see how I go. Yeah. 17 and a half kilometers an hour. Yeah, he reckons he does 5Ks at 17 and a half Ks an hour. And the, my Caulfield grammar mates yeah. reckon he used to be like the APS champion at like 800 and basically Ooh. in the 100s. He's an absolute yeah. I think he, runner. He, I remember listening to the Howie games with Chris Judd. Yeah. And he said like he was about to pursue athletics. Freak until, until he until he realised how good he was at footy. Until, yeah, which uh, turns out mate, quite uh, good. <laughs> well, I'm going to apply Jewel. his know-how on the treadmill. Jewel. Well, he's had a bit of a bad week, Juddy, with the uh, with the budget coming down and the fa- and the Judd tax. Yeah, What's we, that? We revealed on the hot breakfast wheel mm. that the 
there's a thing called image rights, yeah. which you can assign your image. Like you could go will, and you could put your will image into a separate company. Yeah. And if products like you know Ferrari or Mercedes wanted to use the will image on the side of their cars or whatever, mm. you derive income from that. You can reduce, you can offset that income. Mm. Basically, by make, yeah, by making image a business. So think about like Patrick well, Dangerfield and all those guys, mm. Dustin Martin. They assign their image to the separate business. Yeah. But the government. We had Scott Morrison on yeah. the show on the Hot Breakfast. Mm. He explained that they've closed the loophole. Actually, I think it was a loophole designed to be closed. But I think David Warner was doing it big time, which is not illegal. There was a ruling saying you mm. could do it, but they've changed the rules. So you can no longer assign your image and cut your tax through this. Sort of complicated structure. In David Warner's defence, the blacks were blacker though, the O-Leads. So. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on. So I'm going to have to push your meeting, Matt, because we have to address... I've got a meeting. I've got we a have meeting. to address the legal elephant in the room. because Tom, that? Well, Tom's talking about using your image and oh, earning money from oh, it. Oh, hang on a minute. So hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hmm. So this is a running story. Word. This is a running story on I Will have, I'll have a meeting in... Does this involve Facebook? Five minutes. I have a meeting in five minutes. Yeah, that, it, minutes. Can, it can wait. Can't, it, we, can't we do this next week? With Tom, yeah, at, no, at we build, won't. Have, we won't have Tom again. We'll build a suspense. Tom, it, you can hang around next week. This will yeah, be short. Okay, for, just quickly. Uh, we was... could have ended this segment on a cliffhanger. Will, your call. So Shoots. Brisbane have used Will's image. Oh, well, now we're doing it. No, but we're not going to get an answer. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's like the end of Home and Away. Will's a pretty good-looking lad. I'm not surprised they've used your image without his permission. Oh, what for the Triple M hat? No, for Brisbane membership. Oh, for Brisbane footy. Club. I was a uh, photo of, of me was taken at the footy with Reese Beast Mode Matheson. He's mm. taking a selfie of us. Yes, but it's a photo of us taking the selfie on the sideline yeah. of Eddie Head Stadium, and it is now the image used for Brisbane Lions membership. It's on on their website and it's now on a billboard on the side of the Gabba. I'll solve this. I reckon a two. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Find out what happens. Yeah. I'm going to speak to the CEO. Hold man away. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.